a bunch of different names, but you know, the rock man is one of them. Uh, also, you know, my friends call me D my legal name, Daniel. They're all lazy, just like my dad. So first initial, that's about as much as they could do. Um, I write songs, rap, playing a, a metal band called Farouk. Um, I work with a uh, recording and production house collective called On Captain Recordings. And it's basically a group of friends who have a love for music and they help each other create and distribute the music as such. So Beautiful. I work as like a as like a production songwriting helper for them and also help kind of broker the relationships and the deals with any new artists that would want to work or that we'd want to work with. We kind of select, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. We're exclusive like that. But yeah, so I do that, uh <laughs> make beats. I go on TikTok, which is where I found ascendance and I I sometimes will do roast me while I work. So I'll just sit there and, and make beats or edit vocals, whatever my assignment is for that day. If I'm editing somebody's vocals or doing some auto-tune stuff or producing a beat, sometimes I'll just make a beat from scratch if I don't have a deadline and read the comments and let people roast me while I work. But that's, that's the funny. thing. They have to be good roasts. Just like like you say, keep it professional in the comments because I will go look up your profile and, <laughs> and look come at your with some heat. account. Look what you're, you got to have more followers than me or else you can't. It either has to be a good roast or you have to have more followers. I mean, that's the rules. That's <laughs> just what it is. Hell yeah. So, yeah, I do a bunch of stuff and I'm stoked to be back on this with you, man. Like, it was great to do the first one with you. And I really, it really speaks for ascendance that y'all would hit me up to do another one because you were like, hey, that first one, something was up with the quality. Yeah, there was a, a sound quality issue, but uh, we got the headphones in. It's sounding a lot better. Uh, the last one was just a little bit choppy where you cut in and out. Um, so really, really not the quality that we want to put out there to promote and stuff like that. So, yeah, and we want to appreciate that. That's why yeah. I spent the time to, to work with Ascendants in that producer contest and yeah, put in that time. Because I see you, you all as a, a great collective of people who really care about the music and oh no I doubt i appreciate that yeah we we treat this the way um the way if, if it was us on the other end like if, if you're me and i'm you like i wanted the best quality as possible so that's what we try and put out for you guys so to do this again for you man and you're appreciative of it that's what we're here for but honestly we had a so question well, let's saw a question mark up here somewhere right where are you from? Where are you from? I'm from Fresno, California. Born and raised the 559. 559 Fresno. Yeah, we're right in between LA and the Bay Area, like directly in between. Nice. Is is where we're at and it's I love my city. And we you get a bad rep, but I love my city. <laughs> and your music does it have that West Coast vibe to it? Uh I initially it did. And I kind of mix now because it, I kind of work for commission and like work for hire. I learned how to do all the stuff, but yeah, like if somebody's like, Hey, make something, just make anything. Chances are I'm going to make some West Coast shit. <laughs> like it's just, it just, just, it just does. But like, it's either that or I'll make some like Louisiana style, like dirty South bounce music because those were my two biggest influences when I got into rap when I was a kid was like okay. Tupac, and Snoop and Dre, but then I also listened to Master P and Cash Money and you know the Nolan the Soldier stuff. 
So like those two worlds were what I was so into when I first got into rap. So it's just burned into my brain. I feel that. So, so yeah. But yeah, yeah the, the West Coast shit is so ingrained in me. I can't help it. Even our band, we have a West Coast style of metal and hardcore. That's what I, I was thinking too. Does your, your metal band have a West Coast? That's interesting. Just like rap music, those genres also have, used to have regional styles before the internet took over everything. Yeah. And we are very influenced by the bands that were prevalent in our region when we were younger. This is the West Coast. Yeah. We got OTX Sosa. He said, what up, cousin? How have you been? And What inspired you to do what you do? Oh, that's my cousin. Uh, shout out OTX Sosa. He's a good kid. Uh, so... I think I really got into it because we have an older cousin named Rob D who in the late nineties and early two thousands was killing it here locally. He was one of those cats that was doing everything himself and uh, like do getting all the duplication done himself and selling out of his trunk. Like in like 2000, 2001, he was, you know, in the streets, like hand to hand selling CDs Hell yeah! and he was, he was also selling them to like local record shops too on consignment and stuff. And he was really, really killing it. So he was doing that when me and my generation of cousins, cause big Mexican family, right. Mm -hmm. uh, we were all like kids. We were like in junior high. So we all saw that and we're like, Oh, like that's what's up. And <laughs> I, we all wanted to rap and then we needed beats. So me and, a, and one of my other cousins, uh, got fruity like a crack version of fruity loops and we tried to make beats and i just got better at it because i'm a nerd faster than he did so he he stayed with rapping and i stayed with making beats just because i got better at fruity loops faster but rapping yeah. probably inspired me <clears throat> to get started in rap and then hardcore music i i started doing that when i was maybe like 15 years old sounds and about it's right because it's because the uh kids i used to freestyle with in high school they had a they had a hardcore band they were all metalheads and i went to a mostly white high school so it was all these like metalhead white boys that like <laughs> they played like they like listen to slipknot and shit yeah and like, you should come out to one of our shows one day and i went out to one and it blew my mind the whole community aspect how instead of dancing they mosh and mm -hmm. i'm just an angry little 15 year old like i'm not a big dude you know what i mean and yep. it just it something about it got to me. The first time I staged over and crowd surf was, you know, at one of those shows when I was in high school. And I was like, oh, I'm doing all this now. Like, oh, yeah. I'm still rapping and freestyling and battling in high school and shit. But like, I got so into that other kind of music. And then they, since they were in a band, they showed me more of it. And they're a local band called Once We Were. And they really inspired me to do all the stuff I'm doing today, too. That's why I can't decide. I'm doing both. <laughs> hey whatever you do hey you're good at both too honestly i appreciate so that, why man. not a lot I just, then we got sports is uh, such a huge influence on the west coast music do you have any favorite cali teams oh yeah uh, uh i was raised a giants fan so yeah my lady's a dodgers fan and, and even though i was raised a dodgers a giants fan i got a lot of love for the dodgers and their and their fandom because you have to have two good teams to have a good rivalry it does the rivalry that so I if the Giants aren't winning and the Dodgers are winning, 
that makes the rivalry much stronger. You can't have two bum ass teams playing each other. That doesn't I make sense. I feel that. I feel that hundred percent. So like, so like the Dodgers need some wins too. The Giants said we had our time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, you know, we had like a good five year run where we were just running it like crazy. And you know like, what? The crazy thing is when the Giants had that run of World Series, they were, their feeder team, their AAA team, was the Fresno Grizzlies. So a lot of those championship rings were won by Grizzlies. Dudes nice. that, 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 that made their way in Fresno. So if you can make it in Fresno, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> Let's go. Bro, uh, semi-pro baseball in the summertime in Fresno, where it's like 115 outside and these fools are out there playing. Yeah. Okay. So if they're out there playing in Fresno like that, then they go to the bay area they're gonna be fine you know yeah, what i mean that's easy so yeah Damn. that was our okay uh, we were the minor league team for the giants for a long time actually so you're a big baseball fan i was when i was a kid i still kind of follow it was kind of part of my upbringing you know raiders fan for football because like it was a, i wanted to piss off my dad he was a niners fan <laughs> you know what <laughs> he, he messed up he took me to a raiders game when i was like 12 and i was like oh this is it like this is my yeah. life right here. Like this is same. my <laughs> I, my parents grew up with Spurs fans, and then my dad took me to a Spurs versus Lakers game, and I saw Kobe for the first time. Oh, fell in love with the what Lakers could, ever what since. What could then. you do? What could you right? do? Right, right. <laughs> he was. He, I think it was like one nineteen to like seventy six, and then it was like, yeah, I fell in love with the Lakers ever since then. So I feel that one hundred percent. Someone said, "Do you play Warzone? Are you a gamer?" Uh nah. I don't not think I've game. had a console since like the nineties. <laughs> so he's not that kind of nerd. Nah. I brought watch pro wrestling, so when uh the new oh, AEW that kind game of out <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when the new AEW game comes out, I'll get a console, I'll be playing that. I like the UFC games. So no, I'll go over my cousin's yeah, house. I remember those. now you're a big WWE fan. Yeah. That's what's up. Um so you said you haven't had a console in years? No, I bought one of those like little homebrew like little little boxes that have all the old school games on them hell yeah i bought one of those and we used to take it on tour uh, those are you know, fun the little man, on tour too like we had a yeah we for uh, we were a small town we'd have a tour bus or none of that we had our little suv with our trailer but we got a tv like a portable tv that went over the seat and oh, we would nice. plug we would plug the audio of it excuse me into the aux cable so we could hear whoever was playing video games and talk shit to them and everything while they were playing <laughs> Hell yeah. so that went that i just took it into the shop but it, it went all around the country with me like many times so that's that's the about the extent of my game and i can't play the first person mm-hmm. shooters or none of that man it's too much for my my eyes we're looking Maybe. at screens all day as engineers and producers <laughs> man like, right we're one of those shooters though right like where everything's moving hella fast and shit yeah nah. nope not nah. for you Nah. We got another one from your cousin. Your top three rappers of all time. Ooh, of all time. This guy's got tough... Man, you can just call me your nephew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's the little cousin, too. It's one of the baby cousins. Uh, Shoot. I top go three. Top three of all time. My top three, I got to put Tupac there in the top three. I got to put E-40 there, too. Mm. No, All his slang, even to this day, because you're a lot younger than me, you guys are still using E-40 slang from yes, the 90s. Are. Yes, so, And he's so slept on. So, so slept on. 
and uh, shoot. I don't know who gets that. I, I would say mystical, but he got locked up for some real weirdo shit, so I had to stop. <laughs> like, I don't know if you know his story, but he was he was one of my favorite rappers as a kid. That's but, crazy, because I literally yeah, just so, saw the video on YouTube about him the other day. I loved his music, man, but like... Oh, damn. <laughs> I had to, I don't know, Project Pat, but Project <clears throat> Pat's my top three of all time. <laughs> Project Pat. Yeah. That's a new one. I haven't heard about him. I gotta check him out. Project Pat? Project Pat. Yeah, he's he was with three like he was like he's Juicy J from Three Six Mafia's brother. Maybe I have heard of him. Have you heard uh Chicken Head or Sipping on Some Scissor? Sipping on some scissor? That's Project Pat on the hook. Okay. But he's a like he's got so many albums and to be honest, like he got. A, he became a big influence of mine. I mean, he was working with Three Six on like all the production, so it all had Three Six Mafia production. But like, yeah, I think that if you if you listen if you talk to a lot of like the rappers now that are popping from the south, they they're gonna put Pat up there as one of their influences. Hell yeah! We got some Kings for life, haha! Oh hell no, <laughs> not the Raiders. Your cousin. Then, yeah, uh, our family, I think it's Cowboys, Niners, and Raiders. That's it. Oh, everybody got nope. their own. Nobody else gets acknowledged, actually. Like, if you like any other team, you, you got to go sit at another table like this. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, pretty much my whole family is all Cowboys fan, and I'm the only Panther fan. Where are you at again? I'm in Austin. Austin, oh, okay. Texas. So, like, yeah, again, you don't get a choice, right? You have to be a Cowboys fan. <laughs> yeah, but not me. Mm. You went they, don't even, they don't even do good. So what's the point? I mean, if you were alive in the 70s, like... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Cowboys suck. Y'all heard it here. <laughs> uh, let me I'll see. To that. Any other questions, people? I got a good question for you. Uh, take me in a day of uh, creating something. Ooh, shoot. Can you give me more circumstance? Because if it's just me creating something for me, it's it's real simple. I, I open up the laptop and I pull out a sound, any sound. It could be a synth. It could be a drum sound. And when I hear it, it'll tell me everything else. Just the sound of one clap, like- snare, hi-hat, it'll give me a part and then it'll give me another part and another part and another part. And so if it's just me, like I don't have an assignment or a, a commission or any kind of nobody send me a deposit and I'm just doing whatever the hell I want to do, like I'll just see where shit takes me. I'll just let it tell its own story. A lot of the times I start with a bass sound. Okay. And I'll I'll write I'll put out I'll put down a bass line. And I'll do everything. I'll probably do the kick and the I'll probably do the kick and the snare last, usually. Okay. And I'll build everything else around. I used to, sometimes I start with drums, but like, dude, like, and that's for if it's just something I'm doing. But then if I'm making a, a Farouk song, I've had dreams where I've heard the song in an orchestra version, and then I'll go into the studio and turn it into guitar parts. And I'll have my engineer, Javi, who also plays bass for Farouk, I'll tell him, okay, this first riff is this tempo, so send me a click track. 
and then I'll play the part. I'm really sloppy on guitar, but my guitars for the band are hella good. So I said, <laughs> barely good enough and they'll get it. So I'll lay the first part down and I'll think and think and then be like, okay, the next part is like this. And it's, I'll, I'll kind of play it a little bit and be like, okay, it's probably at this tempo. He'll set me another tempo and I'll do that. And I'll put the whole song together on guitar with all the tempos. Then I'll put the transitions in. Then I'll grab my keyboard controller and I'll put the drums in. And then I'll send it to my drummer and be like, hey, do these drums make sense? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then Hell everything yeah. else gets built around it. But there's been times where I've heard entire songs in my head for months finally get to the studio to put them all down. And it's just a big relief. And then if it's a commission, if somebody hits me up with a deposit, usually they'll give me specifications. Hey, I want this that sounds like this. Or I'll go research and listen to their shit and be like, oh, I noticed they like these tempos and they like these kind of instruments. I don't That's like so crazy that you can... zones, so I'm always trying to get people to do weird shit. Like, I'm always like, I notice you don't yell. Can I see what happens when you yell? Like, <laughs> That's the type of producer I am. It's like, I want to see some different shit. You already know all that other stuff. Let's explore. Yeah, I have a homie, Six Sith Lord. Um, we did the, the Q&A last, last session. Uh, he's into, like, the screamo rap. And he's always telling me, he's like, bro, I need you to scream, bro. I need you to scream. And I was like, when I scream, my voice will crack and all this other. I I'm gonna keep it a thousand with you, bro. Unless you have a reason to scream, unless you're actually feeling angry, don't do it. I feel that's that. the other thing that annoys me is fools will just do it for the aesthetic or because it sounds a, t- a type of way that's cool. Yeah, but if you don't have angst, like if you don't got nothing to truly yell about, if you're not making an angry face when you're doing it, <laughs> if you don't hurt a little bit, then don't. Yeah. All like, right. I respect to channel that, that emotional. Fool, yeah, it gets a bit exhausting. <laughs> yeah, I feel that because I mean his tracks, well, the ones that he screams on is they're the emotional tracks. Where like exactly, he's, he's got some shit to like scream about. And I was like, me, exactly. I'll fuck bitches, give money to smoke but weed. He, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess you could yell that if you wanted. To. Like, I could, but it's like we on chill vibes. Come on, yeah, but it's. That's crazy. And the fact that, like, what blows me, what blows up my mind about you is, like, that you can take someone just rapping a cappella and then just perfectly throw a beat and make it sound like, like it's an actual beat that they used to write on. I appreciate that. What are you referencing? Like, what? Like, what uh, I saw, see? I saw your TikTok. I did, I believe it was on TikTok where somebody was just rapping and uh, uh, they, like, I think you, uh, was it a female? I think it was a female. I don't remember, but you were you were side to side with someone else and they were rapping and then you were just listening and then you just started playing a beat. And it oh, was yeah. just like perfect. Like the beat fit perfectly. It was like, I was like, how the fuck? Me as an artist, I really don't, I'm not an engineer, you know, that's, that's not my thing. I got my homies to yeah. do that for me. So, but like, even my homie be blowing my mind. He'd be catching these sounds that, like, oh shit, there's a little break here. And I was like, I didn't even hear that. Like, and then he'll zoom in and he'll hear, you hear that little click sound. I'm like, what you'll the see fuck? the little wave look on Yeah. <laughs> and he catches those small little things. And that's like, and that's what, like, with you, you probably do the exact same thing. And yeah, one of my, uh, my cousin slash, uh, like, rapper that I work with, J Dub, he's, he calls it puppy ears. <laughs> oh you got dog ears oh you got puppy ears you can hear that 
You hear shit, everything. Seven feet, like just shit from across the street that happened. <laughs> like, and is that is that something that you develop over time, or for you was it something that you just naturally had and you just you noticed it? I might have had it like before, but I don't. I didn't know it was a thing till people started pointing it out. Because we'd be listening to something. I was. I talk about this song that I love so much by Timbaland. Came out in like 1998 off of his album Tim's Bio. It's by uh, Aaliyah and Missy Elliott are on it, and he he produced it. And I'll listen to that song in headphones, and I used to tell people, "Yo, in the second verse, you hear him on an actual hi hat off to the left side, way far away from the microphone, and he's just riffing on this hi hat like he's getting down, but it's only in the second verse." And then he brings it back in the outro, and they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about, bro?" <laughs> I'm like. Seriously, you don't hear it? And then I'll be like, listen, just take this headphone off and listen. Way the hell out there. Do you hear it? And they're like, why like why is this even a thing? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> That's insane. Now I want to go back and listen. The song's called what John Blaze. It's it's a really good song. John Blaze second yeah. verse. John Blaze. John Blaze, the whole thing is just produced masterfully. Like it has a whole groove in it. He uses acoustic guitar samples. He uses one live bass riff but it doesn't go through the whole song it it's only like every eight measures or something like that at the end of an eighth measure or the ninth measure or whatever will be this little bass riff he brings in a synth like a synth type bass in the second verse too like he the production in that is crazy and i just like and i just get get all that from listening to it but i've listened to that song for years and years and years and i still go back and listen to it and I don't know. I enjoy shit like that. It's like watching movies and finding Easter eggs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're playing it's video like games the same way. There's Easter eggs in video games. So I guess that'll train your ear, but it's probably because my dumb ass just obsesses over certain songs, and you and listen you just, to it so much that you, you just up, catch up on different things. Yeah, my girl watches a movie and she or watches Friends all the time, and she'll be like, okay, check this out. You see a microphone off to the side just for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Right there. And I'm like, God damn. She's like, oh, I've seen this episode a thousand times. Yeah. You know? The same thing with music and sounds. Yeah. Damn. yeah. I didn't even think about it that way. Because I'm the same way with movies. Yeah. yeah, that's... that's but to go back to your point. Yeah, I yeah, love... That's... Like, I don't know how I got... How I developed that, but... Same as how I was telling you, like, a sound... Like, an instrument sound will tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. A vocal will also tell me what to do. Wow. And so, like, I mean, if you got anything that you did to a click track and you want to send it my way, I can hook you up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I just write some beats. I've never done any acapella writing before, but I'm, I've am i been thinking about it. I want to do a little TikTok thing with you. Well, because I'm, do it to I'm a fairly new to TikToks. Click track? Yeah, you got to do it to a metronome. Okay. Uh, otherwise, I got to edit it and I'll be pissed at you. So don't. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one rapper I know that could do shit like that without a metronome. His name's Analyst, A-N-I-L-Y-S-T. That dude, his, I've known him since we were teenagers. His sense of like natural timing is like robotic. Like I trip on him. And I have a couple on my TikTok of him where he just raps and I don't even have to edit it. I actually just wait for him to start the verse and hit play on the beat and they play side to side with no edit. There's, I have a TikTok on there with, with him, and he's just in his car rapping a verse. <clears throat> I gotta look that up. He's he is dope. He's like legit the best rapper I've ever met. That guy's too good. He's also from the West Coast. 
Yeah, he's from he's originally from Fresno, but he's all over the place now. Okay. He's sick. Analyst, as you said? Mm-hmm. Writing that shit down too. Let me see if I can put that here. I'm gonna tag him so you guys I I feel like a lot of y'all probably already following him because this dude's if you're not, you're sleeping. This guy's too good. Analyst music. There it is. Yeah. He's like on another level. Like people who I show to him are like, how is he not like up there with Jay Z and them? Like, I don't know. You know, the, the business side is crazy. You could be incredibly skilled. The business side will, you know, is, is a process. And how long have you been doing music? I've been good for maybe like five years. <laughs> okay. But I've been doing, I've, I mean, I played in band in third grade, you know what I mean? And, and stayed with music from, from the time I was nine years old. I stayed doing stuff with music. That's well, I got into my first band at maybe 16 years old, somewhere around there. Okay. And then I started making beats maybe at like 18 or 19. And like I said, I maybe got good at, you know, <laughs> five to 10 years ago, I got good enough to get paid and, you know, sell stuff and get little indie record deals and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. What's the biggest uh, venue you've played at? Shit. Uh, I played at this fairgrounds at uh, on this fest called X-Fest. Okay. About three hours north of us. And uh, the headliner for that was T-Pain. Awesome. <laughs> so, so it was like a giant fest with all these stages. You know what I mean? And of mm-hmm. course, we're off on this little local stage playing at 1 a.m. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, like, so like, we get to put like, hey, we played with T-Pain. Played, yeah, hell yeah, you opened up I for mean, T- That's fucking wild. There was other bands there that were really fucking sick. Suicidal Tendencies played. They're this really big. Okay. Punk rock hardcore band. I've heard of them. Uh, their set was right before ours on this really big, nice stage. So I was, me and my lady were able to sneak over there. Hell yeah. And, and watch some of their set. And then, like, we passed out, like, little flyers. Like, hey, come see us over there after, after your set. On your way out, just stop by. <laughs> and you, you never know. Potential new fans are the best ones. I'm hoping we got a couple from there because it was quite an investment to play that bitch-ass fest. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, am I allowed yeah, to have any kind of language on here? My bad. Hey, bro, freedom of speech here with us. And that's funny, though. Consequence, though. Amen. That's true. That's wild, though. So, yeah, we played that. That was pretty big. And then um, we've had, like, we played, like, these outdoor, like, breweries and stuff that are, like, really big where, like, hella people would end up showing up and we almost get our show stopped because the crowd gets too wild and stuff. Is, it, to that. is this with your metal band yeah 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 i can see that happening yeah, on, on the rap side I, I really don't get to perform a lot most of the time i would perform on tour if the tour package we were on didn't have an opener or they had an open set time i had my set loaded up ready to go so there I you go my set. that's yeah. smart but i played some cool venues in other cities like uh in spokane washington there's a venue called the pin, mm-hmm. and that's that's a pretty decent size. They had a lot of fun over there. Is it like prison style? The pin. That's P I N. Okay. <laughs> Dang, Chad, you wild. <laughs> I was like prison style bar. That sounds pretty dope, honestly. It's it's short for the pinnacle, is what it okay. is. 
That's dope. <laughs> My bad. Confusing that. <laughs> That's good. Oh, I thought it was dope. Um, and as an artist, like, do you see yourself? What do you want to do uh, more? Do you want to be more on the heavy metal, the engineering side aspect, or a rapper? Definitely not an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> so much work. Dude, it's so difficult. Most of the time, it's thankless. You know what I mean? Um, and honestly, like, I'm very confident in my ability to write, to create, to produce, to visualize, to fix. But engineering-wise, I'm still getting better. Like, my mixes and masters can be fire sometimes, and then sometimes I don't know what the fuck, what, what the fuck I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and I have access to and work with better engineers than myself. So I don't want that lane. I give that to my boy Javi all day. Um, he's over at On Captive Recordings with me, and he's my choice. Anytime somebody hits me up to produce for them, I say, do you have an engineer? Because I got this guy, Javi, and he's he so knows easy to work with. And, and he knows how to speak my language, too, so I don't have to, like, he knows, he knows me, you know? He's Hell one of yeah. my best friends, so, like. Not engineer. I love producing. I think I will always want to produce. Uh, I don't really... When it comes to the rap stuff, like, I rap when I have something to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not just putting out tracks and rapping for the sake to hear myself talk or to flex or to act like I'm somebody, somebody or somebody I'm not. Like, I make songs when I feel like making songs because that's what's in my mind or in my heart. Or, like I said, I have dreams, and I'll hear something. Um, the the band, the band Farouk is my baby that I started with my homie back in 2010. Wow. And, you know, he's one of my best friends, and we've had a bunch of different lineup changes and all that. But I don't think that ever dies. Like, we made this together, and it's one of those deals where we're in a place as a band where we don't have to be hella thirsty for anything. You know what I mean? Like yeah. We have three albums out. We've been a band for almost 10 years. We have a cool record label deal with uh, Glacier Recordings. So when we do put out music, they support us so well. And I, I don't know. I can't, I, I don't seem, I'm 36 right now and I've been going super hard since I was maybe like 25 or 26. And I don't, I don't know. There's, there's nothing I can give up because I just do what I want. Amen. And the only time I don't 100% do what I want is when somebody sends me a deposit and say, hey, I need this specifically. And then I do the same <laughs> what one. they want. You know what Hell I mean? yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. They pay the deposit. I, I work with them, get what they need. They finish paying. And then I go back on to being a free spirit. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Hell yeah. Chasing what makes me happy, man. Like, this can pay your bills, but I, I've seen so many people in my experience do the thing where they're like, well, this is popping right now, so I'm going to do that. And and now this is popping, so now I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, this ain't popping no more, so I'm definitely not doing that. A lot of people who do that end up in the same place as the people who just do what they feel like doing with, their, with all the sincerity. Like, I don't... I haven't seen one person blow up extremely by faking the funk i haven't seen it you know what i mean but yeah, i have seen a lot of people have success by just sticking to their guns mm-hmm. and i've seen more people struggle when they're trying to find the next thing jump on that bandwagon and ride that wave 
you'll get a little bit of here and there, but as an artist, you'll never find yourself. You'll never be a, the genuine article. So you'll only have these casual people who you like you for a song or two. Yeah. And that's across all the genres, by the way. I'll see that in rap, where the hyphy rappers of 2005 were the, the backpackers of the year 2000. And, you know, they, they do these whole, now they're crook rappers and now they're, they're trappers and now they rap over nothing but mozzie type beats. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they sell the same weed and they drink the same Hennessy. They just got slightly bigger or smaller clothes based on what year it is. <laughs> but like, they, they end up having, just this, like, it's like, I don't know, it's kind of like fast food to me. It's like, yeah, you, you sell a couple burgers type shit but it's nothing really long lasting yeah no classics I'm, I'm going for timeless that's what, what i'm going for especially when you get older <laughs> oh yeah jump on the next bandwagon you know what i mean oh it's funny i'm out here talking about oh it's, it's a vibe it's lit it's like no that's not for me that's that's somebody else's shit and i can yeah. see it and salute it but like you know what i mean yeah i'll, I'll stick to e40 slang whatever he's saying <laughs> i feel that don't, I don't forget know if I to think your you question, won. but I'm glad I got to talk. Oh no, you did. And then there was one more. The way somebody asked a question. Oh no, they said five one two baby. Yeah, five one two Austin, Texas. Who's in here? We got any more questions, Sith Lord? Sith Lord, the guy still... watching. Um, this this is my homie, my engineer, my producer. This dude can make beats and make me sound so beautiful. Uh, he's been doing music for since he was like. 12, 14 years old, oh, just shit, 10, 23. Prodigy. This dude's insane. He's the one he was saying, I was saying he does a screamo rap. Sith Lord is such a screamo rap name, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he's a Star Wars fanatic. That's what's up. Nerd it up. Big, big homie. Yeah, big old nerd. I love it. That's tight, man. It, it's, um, really, it's really a blessing for somebody to find a good engineer that they can rock with. Yeah, I met this dude uh, because uh, he showed up to my house one day and needed some some flour, and he said he could rap. And I said, "Oh, really? Show me!" And he like showed me <laughs> showed me a track called "Fuck America." Ooh, I love it. Uh, yeah, this bro. Is his fan here, president of his fan club right now. Let's go. Yeah, "Fuck America" was the first song that he Let showed me. me. This, I'm about to follow this cat, man. Six Sith Lord, that's the homie. Where Where'd he go? Was he in the comments? Yeah, he's in the comments. There he is. Oh, I don't think I can follow him yet, but I'm gonna make sure to, to get to give him a follow. Yeah, I'll share his um I'll share his profile with you. Fuck America was my first words as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> That's gotta be tough to say out in Texas though. There's some Patriotic oh man, <laughs> you can only imagine. It's... I've been out there, man. I've been Texas all... is Texas. I've been all through the the big cities, the little cities, the medium cities. I was out there in Corpus Christi and in Clute, Texas, and in uh, the Valley. <laughs> what you know about Clute? <laughs> I've heard of Clute. That's yeah, funny. I've man. never. Then you're like the second person to ever say that word. Clute. I had a cousin. I had a cousin that lived in Clute. I stayed in Clute for a couple of days with them when we were out nice. there visiting family. I'm from Edinburgh. Out outside in Houston. See, like we've been. Uh, what was the other city that we spent some time in? Uh, San Angelo out there. Okay. Yeah. We called it. Uh, we were playing with a bunch of metal bands. We called it Slam Angelo. 
That's what's up. Yeah, man. So I've seen the, the spectrum of really cool people and some... Mm, yeah. All your white sheets have holes in them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're everywhere. They're scattered all over Texas. Yeah. There's people with that mindset here, too, in Cali. Especially, like, Fresno, the farming city, originally. So, people... Yeah, people are wild, yeah. man. Fuck America. And anytime there's a farm, and anytime there's a farm involved, something weird. <laughs> it happens every time. Lucky, lucky farmers don't have Instagram. You know, <laughs> yes. To be on our asses right now. For real, they're too busy on <laughs> farmers only. Farmer, farmer TikTok. What you know about farmer TikTok? <laughs> I follow Never. this cat. He's he's this young brother. He make he does potatoes, man. I'm his biggest fan, man. I think he's so funny. All he does is talk about potato farming. Like, serious man on TikTok. I follow him. I send this shit to my friends. I don't know what I love about him, but he's just so wholesome. He's just like, all right, guys. He's like maybe like a twenty-year-old kid. You know what I mean? Like, all right, guys. Today is harvesting day, so we're gonna be out here with these potatoes. And he's just like, this my tractor right here, and he just got his tractor and shit. I'm just eating it up and watching. What's his Everybody name? Else, I gotta check him out. I forget his name, man. I haven't seen him on my For You. This is my dumb... I'm stupid with TikTok. I'm on my For You page more than I'm on my following page. I feel that. So if it isn't... Like, I'll follow... I follow so many accounts. I like so much shit. And I show so much love on there. But I never go check out who I'm following. Because I just follow... Like, if somebody posts one funny cat video, I'm like, yep, follow (laughs) (laughs) It didn't take much to... There's even some things that I didn't like, but I knew took effort. I still followed them. I was like, that's, yo, they really put in some work on this. That's love. Like, follow it. I'm following it. <laughs> I think that's why I followed that cat. I'm like, yo, he really cares about his potatoes. I love potatoes. Like, I'm in. <laughs> 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 Who don't fuck with potatoes? You're going to have to see me. <laughs> uh, I actually don't like any vegetables. Potatoes aren't vegetables, bro. I mean, I eat fried. I eat French fries. All right, you're in. You're good. All right, bet. You're good. You're safe. You're safe I want to be day. on your bad side. Let's go. <laughs> um, you don't like any vegetables? Any vegetables, bro. I mean, corn, but if the corn has mayonnaise, lucas, and lemon in it. You know, hey, like you know what? I'm vegan. I eat all kinds of vegetables, but never just straight up vegetables. You gotta have a little seasoning on there, and a little. Like broccoli always got, I have like, there's like vegan, like dairy free butter. The broccoli always got like, uh, (laughs) okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I've had my fair share of trying stuff and it's just, it's like, it's a textured thing for me in my mouth. It's weird, I guess. I don't know. People have tried, but no one succeeded. So I think I just stay away from the vegetables. We're all growing. Our palates change. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. you know, as long as your health is good, it don't really fucking matter what we eat, right? Amen. <laughs> All right. People over here, just mind your business, damn it. Shit. It's your plate, not mine. I ain't worried about it. <laughs> people just want to, hey, bro, what you eating over there? My same old cheeseburger that I have every damn Wednesday. I used to piss people off because I'd be like, food. <laughs> um. All right. Back to the artistry. Oh, um, shit. My bad. Yeah. No, you're good. You as a uh, producer, artist, uh, rapper, vocalist, you producing audiobooks now, bro. Doing everything. Yeah. What would you say to the people who are on your path and are just like, oh, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. Why am I doing this? Just self-doubting themselves. 
shit, man. We have those moments, don't we? I know I still do. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fucking work. F- find why. You know what I mean? And it, it goes back to what I was saying before. If you don't know who you are as an artist or you don't have a passion for it and you're just trying to jump on something to get popularity or to blow up your ego, then fucking stop. Get out of the way. You're, clear, you're, you're really cluttering it up for the rest of us that care and are serious. I don't think the world needs more disingenuous art. I don't. So you could be on your way. But if you're doing this because you care about it, because it makes you happy, because it, it helps you through your problems, like that's why I yell like in this music is because I, I had some tough shit happen. I, I mm-hmm. like to talk about it. I hate our country sometimes. I like to talk about it. But I, I don't want to just talk about it. I want to yell about it. The tough guy riffs and moshing and shit. <laughs> My homie's on stage. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. That's why I do it. I don't do it to try to act like some fucking tough guy. Bro, I'm five foot six. Like, fucking, like, I'm not in any kind of shape or none of that shit. Like, you know what I mean? I care about some shit. I want to, why I keep doing for And that's how you express it. I met this dude, this big old white dude in this city, like two hours north of us back in 2013 or 14, that stopped me and was like, yo, you sing for Farouk. I'm like, yeah. He's like, hey, when you said this line in this song and this album, that really helped me get through Hell everything. Yeah. When you said it'll never be like it was before, but you could take what you have and build something better, that reminded me that I'm staying sober for my kids. And even though we had nothing when I left my ex, that now I'm the dad to my kids and we're going to build something better, man. That really inspired me. That guy's one of my best friends now. That's why I keep doing That's why I don't give up. It's because those moments, as long as you keep going and you have your heart in the right place, those moments continue to happen. Oh, yeah. For sure. I feel and that 100%. If you're just trying to fucking do a pissing contest or look cool or impress somebody, then put your little song out and get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> Please. Respectfully. Hey. <laughs> Yo, what's up, Karma? How are you? Preach. Never give up. Homie said, oh, bro, my music doesn't reflect my personality. It really doesn't. Sith is like, Sith is like a little puppy. He's he's just shy and to himself. Well, uh, maybe it does in a way. Maybe that is something. Then, that is your creative. You, you're maybe Sith is is so chill because he's yelling in his songs. I know that's why I'm usually so chill is because I go yell at strangers. Yeah, and if My, he wasn't when I'm on stage with Farouk, <clears throat> I'm not acting like that cat the rest of the time. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. That is an extension of my personality. That is the outpouring, my expression of all the angst inside. That's that's your so inner you brain coming cool. out. Yeah. I don't know Sith, but I, I'd assume that that helps Sith be cool. And if it wasn't for the screaming, that boy would be crazy with me. Yeah, he gets his angst out. Man. <laughs> that's that's what what's up. Chill. You know Karma, I mean? how you doing I, tonight? You got any questions for I the boy Rockman tonight? I'm not getting any more of the um comments. Uh oh. I'm getting on my mind. We got karma said my music and an extension of my personality. Yeah, it is. And that is some people. That is. Yeah. Or it's something like if you're doing something that's not really a reality based music, if you're doing some horror core or some fucking uh, my favorite shit is adventure metal. Yeah, maybe that's not your everyday life, but it is your creativity. It's your passion. You're, you're making a movie in sound form. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's probably the type of stuff that Sith does, right? He's making experiences. Yeah, he's not dude, making just songs. No, that dude is on a different yeah, level. He's making experiences. He's wanting to evoke something. 
Yeah, no doubt. He's um, all into bad. the he, he's all bad. into the sound waves and and being in in touch with your third eye and yeah. chakras. Yeah. He's all into that. He's on top of that. So like, it's crazy. And you listen to his bro, his songs, bro, and they be screaming in there, but like, they calm you down some in a weird way. Like, it's crazy. I mean, you want to vibe out it? Yeah, bro. I hey, think y'all should link in. I'm the biggest fan right there. Y'all should definitely link up and do some tracks together. That should be crazy. Yeah, man. Even if it, if 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 that happens, fucking awesome. But if I just get to support his shit, just he had me at fuck America, bro. Biggest thing right there. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> off top. <laughs> just that's my shit now. We got Karma saying, "What's your favorite song from your catalog?" From my catalog? From your catalog? That Can must I be think? a big catalog. Uh, well, Farouk has after this new album comes out, that's in the process of being recorded right now. Uh, we just got the drums recorded a couple weeks ago. I think I, that's the last time I talked to you, actually, when we did the drums. I don't remember. Anyways, <laughs> like, there's 40 songs from that band after that oh, album. Oh, wow. 40. And I was thinking about doing a series where I talk about a little bit about each song and put them out on YouTube mm-hmm. before the next album comes out. That'd be pretty dope. I think I do have a favorite right now, and it's it's got to be... It's just titled Seven. It's the seventh song. It's the last song we wrote for this release, this new album. Um, my guitarist, Phil, who's like my brother, he wrote the whole thing by himself, put the, arranged the whole song, which we do that sometimes, but as a band, we usually don't. We'll usually do some of it and then pass it off to each other. Like, hey, what you got? Do you want to do something? Do you have any ideas? Like, we respect each other. Yeah. He put this whole thing together himself, and when he started it, he told me, hey, like, I know you like to help and all that, but I want this, I want to do this all by myself, so don't touch it. And I said, George, I trust you, and he put together the best instrumental that I've ever got to be a part of. Like, music-wise, it's so technical, but so groovy. It's got all these ups and downs and stops and goes, and it's just, it's everything, and I know he wrote wrote a couple parts for me. I could tell because they're in my style. Nice. And I was able I didn't I didn't touch it like he said and I'm in love with it. I love it more than anything I've ever put my hands on. Hell yeah. But it counts as mine because I got to yell over it. <laughs> and that's coming it's out when? hours. That's um you know there's not a release date no. yet. I don't like setting release dates till we have everything tracked. Hell yeah. There is a demo of it in, in all of our Google Drives that we have that I listen to constantly and I love it so much because he did a great job. And it's just a testament to his growth as an artist. Uh, we started together, like I said, 10, 11 years ago. And the way the song's put together, I tell this story about us as a band um, getting into a van accident, me falling asleep and having a hallucination about making a deal with the devil. And I draw a parallel in the vocals where... I'm speaking, there's a narrator, which is a certain voice tone, and then a deeper voice tone when I'm yelling, like a growling voice tone, that's the devil. And I tell this whole story about the deal and where we go through, but really it's a dream. And I wake up at the end with them pulling me out of the van. Is the, 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 the picture I was able to paint with his instrumental. Damn. And it's, it's some really crazy deep shit that I visualize. I have a music video idea for it and everything. I'm so, so proud of it because it's not like rap where you got one tempo and it's all on a loop so you can do whatever the fuck you want. 
this song has multiple tempo changes, multiple different, uh, multiple parts, parts where there's just bass, parts where there's just guitar, parts where there's just drums. So to tell a story, keep it cohesive and match that energy was to me, one of the greatest things I've done as an artist, whether it's received the way I want it to or the way I hope it is, it actually doesn't matter because I'm happy with my growth there. And it was difficult. And I look, I'm going to keep it a thousand. I literally cried after I recorded the vocals because I was so fucking happy with the fact that I was able to get on his level and keep up with him and his writing. And I was able to tell this story that's like, got all the things that just made me a better writer. And the fact that I was able to rise to the occasion was fucking huge. It is real easy for me to write when I have a dream about it and hear everything already or mm-hmm. to write to my own instrument. That's fucking, I could do that in my sleep, you know, when but to actually, else. yeah, to take his instrumental that he really put it down. Like technically that guy is way more skilled than I'll ever be in my life. And the only reason I get to work with these guys as an equal is because my brain for the extra stuff that's beyond drums, guitar notes, bass notes, the, the mind to be able to say, hey, this should just only be bass and drum right here. And here's why. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, hearing when he sent me that instrumental, I was having those doubts that, like you said earlier, that we all have. Fuck, yeah, man, what am like, I doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing about why I love working with him, man, because like, we very much respect each other's artistry, but we also push each other in a non, um, a non-competitive, confrontational type of way. Yeah, that's my brother. So I'm on his team. So we're both winning. If he's stepping mm-hmm. up, we're both winning. But also, I don't want to, I don't want to be the one to not rise to the occasion. Amen. So he's made me better, and that song Seven is is the track I gotta say to make it. You know. Sorry for the long explanation, but that's that's the one. Oh yeah, I mean, seven sounds sounds just like I, Karma said. That's beautiful. Sounds beautiful. I'm excited. I, I, I want to hear it already. I might. I mean, you know, you guys shoot me a message. I'll send you a little link. You can hear the demo of it. You know what I mean? I'm about it. If anybody um, watching want to hear it, no, 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 that's that's some exclusive because I got love for the Ascendance uh, team here. Although we got Karma and and, and Sith Lord watching. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's my jam. We'll that's get us seven. That's crazy. That sounds, yeah, that's a masterpiece. I, I really and how many really artists are on that track? It's just me. Well, the band is it, we're a five piece. Okay. So a drummer, two guitar players, and uh, a bass player. That's fucking crazy. I also help write the bass parts too, which is cool. Like I get to like give a little suggestion. That's it's uh, it's this nerd shit that I'm talking about. There's a part in the song where I say "walk with me," and I actually told the bass player, "Hey, the, to, during that when I say walk with me, do a walk, do a walk down, which is a bass term. Like it's a certain rhythm. Yeah, yeah it's like a do It's like one of those joints. Yeah. So like, hey, when I say walk with me, can we write in a walk that you're doing? Deviate from the riff that you're supposed to be playing just to walk and straight then go back. to walk. Uh, that's crazy. Okay. Yeah. You're it's smart. That kind of shit that I'm, I'm, I'm just, it's nerd <laughs> shit, bro. I'm that kind of shit, man. That's it's the that stuff. storytelling stuff. Like doing stuff that lines up. That's why like I fucking cried, dude. It's yeah. like like 
I yeah. still have to work a reg. I work a regular ass job. You know what I mean? I ain't famous. I ain't like balling or none of that shit. And it's the shit that like gets me in the heart because it's like, okay, I know I'm in the right place when I'm in the studio. It's the only time I feel confidence. The only time I feel like I know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, is when I'm talking music. And it's not on some ego shit. It's just the only time I feel like a regular person. Mm-hmm. If I have, you know, if you got to catch me out at a dinner with work friends, I might be awkward as shit, man. <laughs> Until someone starts talking about music, my music, and then, and then sudden, you're like, oh, like, oh shit. Yo, music? I'll still be awkward because I'm like, okay, in this Timbaland song. <laughs> <laughs> then you get down to the nerdy aspects, and they're like, nah, yeah, bro. I push up my glasses. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> it was funny. quantized. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I'm honestly the same way. I stay I stay by myself too. And it's like either me and my homies or me and my girl. Other than that, I really don't rock with anybody. That's another thing that I think uh we can all benefit from as musicians is not to be shitty, you know what I mean? Not to be like exclusionary, but do be selective about the team you keep around you. Yes. Do that's... do do pay attention to those red flags and it doesn't mean you need to fucking jump on somebody's case if they display some, but address them. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo, you did this thing that, that's a little bit weird that I don't really rock with. What's up with that? Yeah. I, then... I fucking love that I've had friends for years and years that have done that with me in my younger years when I just had my head up my ass. Mm-hmm. I thought I was way better back then and I was garbage and now I'm like... What the fuck was that thing? I'm about evening out. <laughs> I'm about as good as I thought I was back then. Hell yeah. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> but if oh. you know, it wasn't for my people, like my, my cousin Jay and you know my homie analyst and my homie Darrell, aka I, I matter every day. Uh Philly, like they kind of helped me get my head out of my ass when I was younger. Hell yeah, it's always but, good to know, have those people around you. And it's and it's also good to stick to yourself and, you know, you got a good team, nurture them, respect yeah. them, show them the love. The Everybody on the outside that isn't in your team is likely trying to tear you down in one way or another. You know what I mean? Not everybody, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'll so know. Least, yeah, exactly. You'll, you'll fucking know. Like, yes. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're in a big incident right now in one of my group chats. It's just like, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Wow, there's still egos in this, man. Like it's still, it's insane, though. Like if people aren't aware of their ego or catching that, then you know feelings get hurt, and then they start, you know, jabbing back and forth. That's exactly what it is. And instead of confronting it, they just stand in the background and just like throw shade. Oh yeah, yeah like come on, now. Da, da. yeah. Somebody wasn't da da da. Well, you know, I'm not the one that da da da. <laughs> I know. Exactly how it is. I know. Same on the West Coast, same in Texas, same on the uh, East Coast. It's, it's everywhere. <laughs> I've, yeah. been, I've seen the same exact thing with a different accent all across the country, man. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. All right, Mr. Rockman, let the people know one more time where we can find you and your music before we go ahead and uh, end this thing tonight. Yeah, if you don't mind, can I put my links in the uh, comments yeah. here? Go ahead, brother. So, you know, I do the product. This is my page for production, but I got a page for my raps and a lot of my personal life because I think I'm funny sometimes. So <laughs> there'll be some memes in there. And then this is my band, Farouk, Fresno Hardcore. And then this is the label I work with, the collective I work with. 
And you know what? Since I'm putting in links and I saw it up there, I need y'all to follow my homeboy, Ruthless Radio. Oh, Ruthless Radio. I tell, him I, I, I tell him I sent you. That's one of my biggest influences. He's like a mentor of mine. He uh, he runs a show. Well, he's he works at a local radio station, Q97. They play the hip-hop and R&B for our area. Let's go. And he's just, if it wasn't for him and what he did in college, I don't, I don't uh, he very much shaped me musically without even trying he had a, a college radio show okay that played a lot of songs that i listened to as a youngster and then ruthless radio plays every sunday and you can catch it here in fresno or you can go online and listen to it and he plays like a mixture of like new west coast and classic west coast he'll he always finds a way to find like put in like a deep cut of some shit that most people haven't heard and like it's one of those songs where like you'll be like if you're really into west coast rap you'll be like like, I'll text him sometimes, like, bro, you really radio edited and played this song? He's like, I had to do it, man. People need to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's That's the shit, man. So, okay. And that actually plays on Q971.com. Like, you go play it through your phone or whatever. And he actually commissioned me to make the intro music for that. So you'll actually hear my tag and you'll hear my music. The intro music was made by me. Okay. And you know the little... It's the little sweepers in between the da, 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 Q97, da, 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 Ruthless Radio. Like, I made a few of those too, you know? Okay. So you I gotta see follow him, man. He's, he's the shit, man. That's my big bro. That's, that's, yeah, I wrote them all down here. So as soon, as soon as I'm done here, I'm gonna go ahead and follow all these people. It's, no it's doubt. It's in the comments. And man, I appreciate you guys. Ascendance for the hey. first time, for the second time. Uh, I am very selective about what I do and who I work with and mm-hmm. some about the people that work within Ascendance speaks to me. I see the passion. I see the love. I see the kindness and that producer contest, man, we didn't talk enough about it, but that shit was some heavy lifting. Some of that. <laughs> yeah, bro. It wasn't for the faint of heart. You know, we got, I mean? we got some other stuff popping too. Um, I'm going to let you know now man. tonight, uh, tomorrow night, uh, open mic. Uh, the winner's gonna get an open slot, a free slot into uh, the twelve days of Christmas giveaway that we're gonna be hosting. So, see, you got People something you want to uh, come out and perform, brother? You can win a little slot. We're gonna be giving away a whole bunch of different prizes, twelve different prizes, one prize each happen. day. So, you it got something, you brother? Might see the rock man. You might see the rock man. You might see Ded. You might see, uh, you know, you don't know. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. All right, man. Uh, hopefully I can at least tune in and watch, you know what I mean? Hell yeah, I think it's going down like at uh, 6, 6.30. Don't quote me on that, though. <laughs> I got to make the pie. I got to make the fly. I haven't even made it. I'm in charge of all that. I don't even know what time it's at. Jesus. You'll find It's in an email or a group chat somewhere, right? Somewhere in there, yep. Yeah. It's in one of these files yeah. I got to go through. I know. You know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, brother. You have a good night, Shout man. Out. Blessings and stay safe out there. Thank you so much. Much love. Have a good one, dog. Peace.